Do you even know what truth is? There is nothing like losing a child to make you question everything. I'm Christy Bundekmara, psychiatric nurse practitioner, and unfortunately a grief expert. I have lost three children over the course of 17 years, and I got to the point of just really questioning everything. And what is truth? I remember as a young child, I was raised by a pretty liberal single mom, and so there was some basic rights and wrongs, but there wasn't a, a clear standard. My step, when she married my stepfather, pretty conservative, very clear what's right and what's wrong, and very little teaching on the, that there can be gray parts of that, like everything is black and white, right and wrong. I really rebelled against that as a teenager, so I know I am a rebellious spirit at heart. When, But I kind of fell into it again when I had an experience, which I will call becoming a born-again Christian, and it was a true experience for me. I, I felt God's love, and I accepted that. But then I kind of submitted to the teachings of the church that I was in, which was a very black and white, right and wrong, you know, the Bible, everything about it is literally true and that there is absolute truth. And I, because of my experience with what, it, with, with God, I believe, I submitted to that because I wanted to please this God. And I, I became a missionary. I have this wonderful story of marrying a Christian man. We adopted five children. We had two biological. We were serving in the church and just really proud of our values. And I, I believed and lived my life as if I knew what truth was. Like, this is truth. And in 2005, my adopted son, Johnny, only after a year and a half of after adopting him, he died in a drowning accident at our family reunion. And that was the, the first shake of my faith, first shake of like, maybe things are not black and white. And, but I didn't really have time to evaluate that, right? I was still raising six kids. His two biological sisters had a lot of trauma prior to adoption and then losing their brother. And then now their adopted brother, Reggie, my biological son, started having seizures, was diagnosed with a rare condition. So I didn't have time to work through what is truth, right? So I just kept, you know, thinking and believing in this black and white truth of what I was being taught about God. And it started to, to really be shaken when I would have experiences where I believed that God was telling me that he was going to heal Reggie. And, but Reggie, my, my biological son, was just continuing to get sick and sick. And, and his presentation was very traumatic. I mean, there were times when he would be seizing and having dystonic attacks in the ICU and they would be like, um, we need to just put him on a hospice. He's not going to make it. I've had situations where we're at a doctor's office and he goes into a seizure 
and the seizure is so intense that it breaks the strongest bone in his body, the femur bone, just broke his femur in half. That's the intensity and the trauma that, that I was experiencing with Rez, Reggie's illness. And during all of that, I'm trying to connect with God. I'm trying to do what's right and what's wrong. And honestly, it was all shattered October 30th, 2016, when Reggie passed away. I didn't care what was right or wrong. I want to know truth. I want to feel this love from God, from the universe, have an understanding of consciousness. And, but I knew at that point I had to find a balance between my rebellious spirit and my submission to what was being taught because I, I realize that everything is gray and that there, there is some balance in between those two things. And for five years, I worked on the Mentally Strong Method, teaching the Mentally Strong Method, doing controlled grief. And I was finding, like, how do you grieve? And I'm, I'm like, working for myself, but also teaching this controlled grief and how do you actually grieve? And even though my daughter Maya had the same diagnosis as Reggie, her presentation was uh, very mild and she had seizures and developmental delay. But I knew even though it was progressive, I knew I had at least 10 more years with her. And my thought was that there's no way a loving God would take Maya also like there, we're going to find a cure. There's something, something's going to happen in the 10 years that I know I have, I have just from a medical standpoint. But I was still struggling with the spiritual conflict. You know, I, I lost a son in 2005, all of these very difficult time raising the, my kids and then grieving Reggie's death. But I'm a I'm an optimist in nature. I'm like, there's no there's no way that my miracle's not coming for me. But when I woke up December twenty December fourteenth, two thousand twenty one, my daughter was dead in her bed. And although I've been working through and trying to, you know, using my skills and and working on my relationship with God, I could not believe it. And it's only been a year and a half and it's still, when I think about the magnitude of my loss, how could there be an absolute truth that is loving and caring And, and so one of the things that I'm doing for my healing, and if you're watching this series, it's, it's the, I took 45 days, which was between the anniversary of Reggie's death and the one year anniversary of Maya's death. And every day I 
I did something with grieving. And on day 25, it hit me that I need to go on a journey of finding my truth. And in, you know, if I go back to my story of my childhood and my experience with God and my experience with the church, and I took some time kind of separating what was a real experience for me versus what I was taught by somebody else. And I began to, and I'm, I'm still doing this now, of like finding those moments and, you know, coming to a contentment, hopefully, in that I probably can't know the truth if there is an absolute truth, but that it feels as though it's a, many things are a continuum. And I know that I've had experiences with God. I know I've had experiences with my children, which, and I realize now what I was taught in the church is that's not possible. Once, you know, absent from the body, present with the Lord, and that you're not, that someone who has passed cannot speak to or will not speak to someone here on earth. And that's what I was taught. But that's not what I've experienced. And I remember clearly after Reggie's death, as I was praying, Reggie spoke to me. And because of that teaching from someone else, I kind of discredited it. Oh, God used Reggie's voice, God allowed, you know, whatever. I kind of tried to rationalize it into the doctrine that I was taught. And, but when Maya died, I have had multiple experiences and they're real. <laughs> and, and so I'm finding my truth. And I encourage everyone to find their truth. Separate those things that are being, that, you know, maybe were taught to you versus what you believe yourself or you have experienced yourself. That is your truth. Um, I believe that we are all on a journey. It's one of my little slogans, embrace the journey of mental strength. We are all on this journey. And part of that journey is finding our truth. So get out there and find your truth. <laughs>